<laughs> do you know? Like, yeah. you don't want to be taking off your top in the gym if you have stinky pits. You know what I mean? I know, I don't take my top off in the gym, but like. I do. Stinky, <laughs> stinky pits and saggy tits. <laughs> yeah. So that's my That's why I'm banned yeah, from my gym because yeah. I used to keep taking my top off. <laughs> I used to keep taking my top off. <laughs> you can just tell that's a lie. I don't even know what a gym is. The only gym I know is probably a relative of mine. <laughs> ah. But I'm a good joke. Uh, Marty, it's great to have you. Hang on, hold up a minute. Oh, sorry. The shower routine. That is a shower routine, yeah. yeah. No, go on. So you get in, how hot do you like it? Oh, boiling. Yeah, Uh, me too. In the summer months now, we we cool it down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, If I'm having a cheeky shave, the water has to be a little bit cooler too. Do you shave in the shower? Yeah. Do you? Wait, where do you shave the toilet? Where do you? The sink. Really? Yeah. No, it's like the electric razor that I have. It's so much handier. Oh, just... was that not break in the shower? No, water resistant. Oh, I have one of those yes. as well. So I took a, so basically I took a chance one day and I was like, I was feeling pretty ballsy and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a go in the shower because you don't have to worry about cleaning the sink afterwards. All the yeah. hair from your face just yeah. rolls into the drain. It's great. And uh, yeah, it still works. <laughs> right. So, that yeah. is mad. Yeah. yeah, so do you always... Laura, Laura, so when you're shaving your face, Laura, <laughs> you're, you're able to have it in the shower. Thanks right? for the tip. I can now shave my face in the shower. <laughs> Marty made me do it. He said my face was hairy. <laughs> okay, so boiling hot shower. Then then what's first? Okay, so uh, the, the shower gel comes down. I do this weird thing, all right, which maximizes the use of the shower gel. So bear with me for a second. Is I don't put the shower gel on my body underneath the shower. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, because then there's too much water. Oh, so I went alone this. No. Well, if you put shower gel on when you were like in... People do that. That's what people do though. People like wash their armpits like under the shower. No, you have to get wet and then you put the stuff on. Yeah, but you step away and from then the, get shower. the shower. You step away from the shower. <laughs> yeah, you step away from the shower like, yeah. like a couple of feet. Oh yeah. And then you cover your body in the shower gel or whatever you're yeah. using and then you get back into the shower. Oh yeah, that's yeah, how you do it. Yeah. Oh great. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought I was alone in that. Okay, that's, that's most good. certainly normal. Sure. Uh, Otherwise the shower gel would just Get straight off. Yeah. You go through a lot of it, and then my problem with shower gel is that I ladder. use a lot of it. I use a lot of it when the tub is full, and then I get down to the last little bit yeah, of shower you're gel. You're rushing it out. I'm rushing yeah. it out with water. You know the kind of way. Sometimes so. I squeeze the bottle under the shower, and then it, it gets a bit of water into the bottle, and then it lets mm. you get you get all your yeah. Stuff out. I use the cap. I, I use the cap of, of the shower like... gel to do that. So yeah. if you hold the cap of the shower gel underneath the uh, shower yeah. and you got the bottle underneath it, what happens is that you fill up the cap and you get a good load of it then. And, and then you put it in. And you put it ah, in, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Interesting. So you shower gel first. As opposed to? I shampoo first. Oh. I shampoo first too. Do you know, sorry, can I ask a question, right? How do, like, what, how do men get away with having the five in one for oh, everything? Oh, because their hair is short. Yeah, but it's like... Shampoo, you, conditioner, shower gel, therapist, <laughs> protein, tie chick, Dish, dishes, one. dishes, tires, yeah, <laughs> toaster, grill, washing machine, Open dryer. It, all is, in do one. You, it is hair length. I notice that when hair gets a little bit longer, I have to kind of. Do you use an all in one or do you have yeah, separate? Yeah, yeah, it's one of Laura's magical five in ones that she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Baffles those. Me. I have separate. <laughs> I have separate uh, shampoo, conditioner, shower gel, face oh. wash. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. You just rob them from your girlfriend, though. No, yeah, this is not. Sort of she is good for that sort of stuff, and mm. she recommends good face face washes and face stuff. Wash. But I've she does. It's I, a little TikTok niche. I've seen the TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's good. Yeah, it's great. But I, I've often, I've always preferred like a separate shampoo and conditioner and shower gel. I just feel like if you're, I don't know, it's, I don't know, not good for your hair. 
perhaps yeah. I don't know I don't know I hate sharing I know, that's my boyfriend's house when there's, all you have is that five and one and yeah. you're like oh for god's sake <laughs> a five and one does not belong in the shower a five and one belongs on a menu for food <gasps> oh yeah so when you yeah. so when you put the share, you use the shower gel first is that going in your hair as well no 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 no, no okay no, go no. on continue yeah no no it's body first then hair Always. But do you really? use the same product. So the on problem both? is, yeah, yeah no, the problem that is, is with that. You know, when I'm conscious about it, if my hair gets kind of fluffy when I do that, interesting. Yeah, Because I've used a lot already on my body; it's already on my hands. So if I put more on for my head, then the hair gets really, really fluffy. Right. Especially if I have an extra hot shower in the winter, I get fluffy head. <laughs> Marty's fluffy head, Gail Coyle. Hey, what? It's like that's what happens in the winter. I get fluffy head. Interesting. <laughs> so, so what I do is I get in the shower. <clears throat> Shampoo in, wash the hair, wash it out. Then conditioner in. Oh. When the conditioner's in, yeah. leave it in there. Then that's you the wash your com- body. Then wash the body with the body wash, and, and then, then wash rinse- the body off. Yeah. Then rinse your hair. Then the hair. Actually, I don't. After I've rinsed off the body wash, then I put my face wash on. Oh. Wash my face, then wash the face wash and conditioner off at the same time. Yeah. Now that surely is maximizing shower time. I do that too, no, but then I all but then after I wash out my conditioner, I give my body a second clean because I like to wash off the conditioner. Because you're a back. dirty bastard. Yeah. I whoa that that sounds like a that sounds traumatic. <laughs> How long are you in a shower for? Ah, like 10, 15 Oh god, it sounds like you're in there for ages. Yeah, no, no, no it's it's not quick. What a quick, what <laughs> <laughs> a quick shower. Yeah. Now why are we all talking about showers? How how often do you have one of those extra long showers? Oh, when I'm really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I think every shower should be a long shower. Of course so you do. Once a day. You dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz only told me about two weeks ago what a long shower actually is, and here's me going around like I love a long shower every day. Wait, what is a long shower? You know, looking. Like you know, like a, one of those long showers. That you spend a lot of time in. Oh, okay, yeah. It, it, it's not an innuendo for something really sexual, no, it is. is it? No? Yeah, yeah, it is. And what's the sexual reference? I don't know. Who said, it, who said it was sexual? The innuendo implied it was. Hmm? So go on, explain what a long shower is. When you have a tug in the shower. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was not expecting that at all. Oh, you know, you know what a long shower is. <laughs> well, depending on my mood, like it could be shorter than the average shower. But like, we're not going to get and into that. You're really again. depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow! I, I, didn't, I didn't think I was the only person who knew what a, one of those long showers. I think you just is. invented it to be no, honest. I, I don't think it's a real on, thing. I saw it on Two and a Half Men. I think the first time the reference. If you're getting your education from Two and a Half Men, you need to go and re-educate yourself. Have you ever used a shower to disguise your number two in someone else's house? Whoa, this took a turn. I sometimes no. great idea. Or, or <laughs> serious? Wait, wait, what? When did you poo in the shower? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, no. waffle, you let me finish. waffle stump. You let me finish. Waffle stump. No, no. Do you know when you um? You know oh, like you turn on the shower and then take yes. the dump so you don't get the plunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant that you go and use other people's no, showers. No, 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 and... no. Don't use the shower. Sorry, I should have, have explained that a lot better. Wow. Use the shower like a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was taking the poo in the work bathroom there earlier and our old boss came in. Oh, no. And I just had to like squeeze so I didn't do the drop when he was there having his pee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just How tell, did you know it was him? I could just tell by his like <laughs> yeah, whistle or his like... Ugh. Oh, my... <laughs> You know when you're taking a leak and you go, oh. Wait, is an our old boss? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh? it's, so, it's such an awkward 
place being there when yeah, you're no, taking no, no, a poo no, no. and someone walks are in. Not friendly for that at all. No. But just really like not. you don't want to like make the big the big drop yeah, go no, when someone else is there. Why I love working nights. That's usually top three. Why? Yeah. Not I think that. just go for it. We all do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. Like no one, still... no one's gonna be like, sorry, do you mind pooing quietly? But no one is, ever though, says like, that. Y- y- if you look at cats, like cats, they they go off to do their their bits in private. Yeah, but cats are like that though. Cats are sly. Yeah, cats don't work in this office. <laughs> and, and if they do, they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do, they should still poo outside. <laughs> okay. All right. Leave there, I suppose. I think that's a good note to end on. All right. You know? Marty, you've anything to plug? Uh, in life. <laughs> The shower drain, the shower cap, the Unplug shower plug that. into the drain. I'll, I'll let you guys plug me like whatever you want to plug. Oh. No, seriously, that, that wasn't being sexual. Dude, like, you bastard. Whatever spend, you think is worth plugging. We spend our whole lives plugging you, Martin. I yeah, mean, you know, you really do. Like, I only plug you once. Six times a week, don't you? I only plug you once. <laughs> the night, the night we slept in the same bed at the Inrose a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, hey, you took a poo in the shower that night too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The Suecast with Jazz and Laura. Okay, Jazz, I want you to get out a pen, please. Have, have a pen. I want you to look at the piece of paper in front of you. Okay. And I want you to write down. Okay, I want you to look at three things in the studio and write them down. So pick three things at random that are in the studio. And just write them down on a piece of paper. Any of the first three things that you see. Okay. Yeah. You can also play this along at home, actually, if you are, or if you're out and about. Just have a think of like three things that you can see around you and just keep those three things in your mind, okay? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I really it. hope you didn't write me. No, I didn't. List. Okay, good, because you'll find out why in a minute. Okay. So I saw on TikTok earlier on that um, a girl was saying that she's having a conversation with her boyfriend, right? And he was saying, if you look at anything around you, okay, and then you imagine what it's like to lick that object, (laughs) okay, okay, you automatically know what that's going to be like if you were to lick it. Now, obviously, I'm not encouraging you to go and lick everything. We are in a pandemic. Please do not lick anything, okay? Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking, and I and I was watching this TikTok and I was like, oh my God. I was what like, do you mean? Like, as in like... You know exactly what it's going to feel like on your tongue. So, Jazz, please refer to your sheet. What did you write down as the three things? Item number one, camera. Yeah. Camera in the studio, like it's a, it's a, like a black box. Yeah. Would I know what it's like to lick? Like I reckon it'd be kind of cold and hard and steel. Yeah, but you'd know like what the what the grooves in the camera probably would feel like to lick. I suppose. Yeah. What's the next thing you think? On air light. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like it's just a, so look at that and imagine what it would be like to lick it. It's just a plastic box of red. Yeah, and what's the third thing? Gobshite. <laughs> is that me yes oh god I don't want to imagine this <laughs> I told you not to write it after down. I wrote after I wrote it why down why didn't you change it I told them that they were against the rules way to ruin my experiment but no seriously I, like, I'm, I was in bed when I saw this TikTok and I was like oh my god I know what it was, what, exactly what it would like what it feel like what did you pick my phone my bed sheets and my hand <laughs> yeah well like yeah, but isn't that really weird? Like, how do we know that when we look at something and think about licking it that we know what it's going to feel like? Because, because we are human beings who feel plastic and steel and our skin all day long. Yeah, someone else wrote in the comments being like, do you think it's because when we're babies, babies tend to put a lot of things in no. their mouth? What? Why are you so <laughs> blown away by this? I just think it's so mad. <laughs> are you alright? I'm not alright. What the hell? Anyway, like? not encouraging you to go and lick anything. We are in a pandemic, but just have a think about it. 
you know? Just look just, at something. Just, just <laughs> the next person you see, just, just look them in the eye and think about what it'd be like to lick them. Don't be doing that. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I was batch cooking there yesterday because I was like, yeah, I'll make some food now for the week. And like I've been saying for the past couple of days, I have to keep in my mind the whole time when thinking about food the braces that I got on on Friday. Mm. Because uh, number one, you can't really have a whole lot of hard or crunchy food just yet because the teeth are still quite tender and sensitive and braces can be moved around all that yeah. sort of stuff also they're the ceramic ones so they can stain easily so got to steer clear of curries and turmeric and yeah. that sort of crack also a special shout out to you because you gifted me one of your curry pots that you yeah. had that you couldn't eat I was I was running low I was like oh, I need to go out and get something for dinner you were running low on curry <laughs> <laughs> every three months you had to pump Laura full of curry it's true very very true and you were like oh here this is in my drawer here's some nice curry rice and I was like oh thanks a million it's so good usually it's the delivery man from the takeaway this this time it was me pumping you full of curry it was <laughs> but yeah thank you I really enjoyed it thank you going out to the shop yeah you're welcome um, so what I decided yesterday was like, ah, oh, I'll just cook a big pot of carbonara for the week because obviously that's kind of what? Carbonara. You're like cabanara. Cabanara. <laughs> spaghetti. Spaghetti carbonara. He <laughs> sounded Scottish. Like Anton from Love Island. I'll cook that? a spaghetti carbonara. Was the only thing he could cook. <laughs> so I was like, Grant, I'll do that because that's pretty much white in colour. It won't stain. Very soft. This spaghetti does be soft. Mm-hmm. I was like, Grant, I'll uh, chuck in some very. Uh, finely chopped bacon bits and you know what not really eating a whole lot of veg otherwise like having porridge and a banana in the morning get some veg into me with this as well Mm. I'll get little peas little little peas petit pois petit pois because you know sometimes people put peas in a carbonara and I was like Grant this will be my veg of the week (laughs) then I was like (laughs) the Italians are screaming (laughs) I know but in a lot of recipes peas are in a carbonara I know but it's not authentic no, I know that, but neither is the jar of carbonara <laughs> sauce that <laughs> yeah, I bought. That's fair enough. I'm usually, I'm actually use, usually good at making the carbonara with just an egg, egg and, and parmesan. And parmesan. This week I was like, nah, not very Italian this week. Um, but I was like, how many bloody peas do I need to put in this carbonara to actually get like one of my five a day? Yeah, I actually have no idea when it comes to portions. Like, and like, how, like, what even is a portion of fruit? Or a I don't portion know. of veg. But you can like assume how many? like you can assume like one banana or one apple is or one orange is like one unit of fruit. But like but like peas? Tiny. Yeah, like how many <laughs> peas counts as a portion of peas? I don't know. Like I put in about half a bag of frozen peas into the pot that's gonna do like three or four dinners. Mm. So like does that mean like a quarter of a half a pack as in an eighth of a pack is that one portion of peas I was like I'm trying to do myself good here but I don't know how many bloody peas I need to put in yeah that's a really weird one I need to know because like the fact that we don't know how to weigh our veg and our fruit and portion control probably like solidifies the, the, the truth that we're not getting enough yeah oh for sure but like when it comes to small fruit and small veg is it a fist a fist of peas is one of your five a day like, because I certainly didn't pour my peas into my fist before putting them into the pot. How many fists of peas do I need for my carbonara, mom? She'd be like, what? Jazzy, okay. If you know how many peas is a portion of peas, please let peas let us know. Please. Please, tell please us. Please let us know. 87 1038 What are you doing? I'm just putting a fist of onion into the curry there. Will you stop looking at me? A fist is never a measurement of anything. Get your hand out of the curry. We have to eat that thing. <laughs> Jesus. 
And I've got peas stuck in my braces. Me? I was going to say, me too. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I've got peas stuck on the brain. Yeah, we're talking about peas at the moment because Jazz was batch cooking um, a very unauthentic carbonara. Unauthentic? No. Uh, I think... I, I, I shall not speak I'm now. I'm so... I will not... <laughs> confused. A non... Un, I think it's unauthentic. An unauthentic... Look at us being professional. Very professional. Unauth- Math. Unauthentic spaghetti carbonara. You put jar carbonara sauce and basically a family size bag of peas to get your to get your vitamins yeah. and minerals. Can I just say for the record to all my Italian homies, I usually am very good at making the You actually are in fairness the to you. carbonara with just egg and parmigiano. Uh, just this week I was like hell nah, not up for it, had the batch cook and I was like, you know, I'll stick a lot of peas into it to get a little bit of veg. But how many bloody peas do you need to to get one of your five a day? Because obviously they're, they're tiny. You can consider that like one onion or one p- big potato or one apple is like one of your five a day but peas how many you need it's so hard to know so we want to know if you know the correct I suppose um, measurement of peas that you're supposed to have in your dinner let us know 87 1038 Don's with us on the line Don you know about peas I know about peas. You I know, know about, about all peas. kinds of veg. Peas, <laughs> enlighten us, Don. So, like, it, I get, I get the um, little packed up things and Aldi of the, you know, you have your carrots and your broccoli and cauliflower yes. wrapped in it, and it has written on it, one of your five a day equals eighty grams. Oh. And I know when I was pregnant, I had to look up then as well to try and get as much. Um, as much vegetables and fruit into as I could, and it's like you know, you know, like plums and peaches. You have yeah. to have two of them. Yeah, because they're that small. Makes one of your, yeah, so it's not just like one pear or I think <laughs> pears are two as well. One, so you have to actually weigh grape. them. One grape. Yeah, <laughs> one grape. And you're like, yeah, five 20. of these. Yeah, you're like five of these is my five a day. <laughs> I wouldn't have classed plums as very small. So like, if you have to they have are. two, if you have to have two plums to be one serving. Then for like, one serving, yeah. So it has to equal 80 grams. Interesting. So, or like a little mandarin yeah. or whatever. You'd probably have to have two of those as well. Two of them as well, yeah. One apple, I think it is, as well. And then I think it's like four, are they called florets of... Um, broccoli. Broccoli, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you have to have like four of them and four of the cauliflower. I didn't know any of this until Jesus. I had to look it all up. I was like, they're called florets. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> so, so is 80 grams like the universal, like one measurement? Yeah. Well, we that's what are, Aldi say. We are learning today. <laughs> Every day is a school day. <laughs> that Don. is yeah. fantastic. Thank so you, Don. There you go. Cheers. Our, no our resident Enjoy veg. your pea carbonara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our resident fruit and veg expert will give you a ring again if we ever need to know Love further. That. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Cheers, Don. No problem. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Now, Jazz, I've been doing some... Um, investigative journalism here yeah. and I've been doing some severe Googling and I try to find out exactly how many peas are 80 grams okay. worth of peas. Okay, yeah, because again, like 80 grams, yeah, but how many bloody peas? Like, th- there's no actual answer. Okay. There's no definite number. So I feel like I want you to go home tomorrow, get out your peas and count them one by one until 80 grams shows up on the... I'm going to guess. On the weighing scales. I'm going to guess that to make up 80 grams let's say one P one, there's no way one P weighs one gram so I'd say maybe I don't know what two or three P's is a gram mm, per, 
Potentially. Potentially. So let's say, okay, so let's say two peas is one gram. That means you need 160 little peas, little petit pois, to be a portion. Okay, 160. Report back tomorrow, <laughs> pea master. <laughs> <laughs> if I have any peas left, that is. Yeah, if you haven't scoffed them all. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The Zoo Cruise Wednesday Woods. Can I just say, before we get into the Wednesday Woods, <laughs> we're just talking there during Duolipa about the government and how they, you know, they're, they're, they're in meetings now about the next phase of restrictions and lifting things. And yeah. apparently all the, I don't know, perhaps barbers and stuff set to open next week. Maybe, I don't know. But they have meetings like now, nine o'clock, and Laura's like, it's not a bit late for a meeting like like I like meetings are tough like at functioning hours of the day but like imagine at 9pm these people are running the country you can't just finish at 5 o'clock and be like alright lads see you tomorrow what, what are we doing <laughs> like they, they're trying to get this country out of a pandemic I'm not saying they're not trying to get us out of the pandemic I'm just saying would you not be absolutely raging for a meeting at 9pm I just I just hope you don't ever get into politics like Laura Bracken Laura come on we have a very important meeting about the, the running of this country oh lads have six like <laughs> I am knackered. I'm, I'm just saying what all of them are thinking. Look, I'm knackered. Can we do this tomorrow? You have back-to-back meetings uh, literally from 9am until 7pm, Councillor Bracken. Oh, I just, oh, I'm actually, oh, I'm calling sick tomorrow. You'd be wrecked. I'm just saying what all of them are thinking. You know? 9pm is late. You know? I have a newfound appreciation for the government. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now, it is time for the Wednesday Wood, a good old game of Would You Rather. It's a very thought-provoking one tonight. Would oh, you I rather, don't know if ours. Would you rather meeting at 9am or 9pm? <laughs> <laughs> no, this one. Okay, you ready, Jazz? Would you rather be able to speak to animals or speak every language fluently in oh. the world. Oh, this is a hard one because I know that you have uh, a puppy. Well, he's not really a puppy anymore. He's one. He's a doggy. Name is Zink. Ah, he's still a puppy. And you want to talk to him. Well, you talk to him. He just doesn't understand you. That's what we think. Yeah. 087-711-1038. Would you rather be able to speak to animals or speak every language in the world? I don't know it's so tough I honestly think that one of the most impressive things in the world is when you have when you're Mm. out with someone who can speak to animals (laughs) Dr. Doolittle wow no but like like a friend like I'm always in awe of people who can like start speaking like who are speaking English and all of a sudden they're like oh look like they're speaking like a I thought I was going to try and speak French there but like all I all you got out was oh look all I can remember was la table Or, oh, no. or Le Shark. <laughs> Le Shark is on my t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> saw that on your t shirt earlier on today. I don't think it's French. It's just Le Shark. I, I think it means the shark. I think it is too. No, that seems French. That seems like it's French. Le. Sharks are French. Uh huh. Jaws. <laughs> Let us know what would you pick. Would you rather be able to speak to animals or speak every language fluently in the world? Let us know. 087 711 So tough. Zinc is sick at the moment. I'd love she'd be able to be like, oh, it's okay, little fella. It's okay. You'll be fine. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The Zoo Cruise Wednesday Wood. Would you rather be able to talk to animals or to speak every single language in the world fluently? Let us know what you pick. 087-711-1038. Okay, time has come. What are you picking? I am picking speak every language in the world. I think I'm the same. I think I would. 
like I really like the only animals I'd like to talk to are zinc really yeah. uh, the odd like for the, the odd you know animal in the zoo like hey it's a crack but like realistically more yeah. useful to life speaking every language for, I think for me it's more the fear of rejection like because I love dogs so much so like imagine <laughs> meeting a dog like on a pier and you want to go and pet them and they're like get away from me please no lady please no lady and I'd be like ah please please no lady and imagine like they were just like get away from me get those greasy sausage fingers off me lady well really I see a dog like sausage <laughs> but like yeah I just I just don't think if, if I ever met an animal that didn't like me I think I would be really upset yeah so and I they would probably be. wouldn't you're an awful dose. I'm not an awful dose. Uh, I'm a dose. I'm not an awful one. Jason Butler says, speak with animals. Straight into the point. Straight to the point. I like it. Uh, Sarah Jane has sent through a WhatsApp voice message. Hi, guys. Um, I would definitely 110% like to speak every single language. Working in the airport and uh, trying to deal with passengers and not been able to speak their language and them not been able to understand English and even my colleagues like because it's a very multicultural um, work environment it would be absolutely amazing to just switch into their language yeah. and yeah. obviously be able to communicate with so many other people from other cultures it's a good shout like when it, when it affects your job it would definitely be handy yeah it would definitely make your job so much easier but just thinking about like travelling like when travel opens back up again like I'm sure there's places in the world that like you want to see I know there's places I want to go imagine just being able to to like just fully like slip into the culture yeah. and just be able to speak to the locals like and when we went to Cuba a couple of years ago like in rural Cuba they don't have any English and we didn't have any Spanish at all so naive going over being like oh it'll be grand and only one of our group one out of four lads did Spanish for the leaving cert and he had like basic and we literally relied on him to get us when, as we were like moving gaff because like no accommodation booked and we had to you know ask people could we stay with them and it was all through him like yeah. and if we if he wasn't there we would have been screwed yes yeah, so there you go you know what actually this will kind of spur me I want to learn a language <laughs> like another language like I, I I try I downloaded like one of those free apps and I was you were doing yeah. Duolingo French a couple of months ago yeah I, I let that go like I just I just didn't stick with <laughs> you it you let that go let that go it made, made, a, made, a, made a redundancy Actually, we're letting you go, French. I couldn't be bothered. It's it's not working out, but I would love to be able to speak another language completely fluently. Like Alex says, I would definitely rather speak to animals. I'm a veterinary nurse, so it would be brilliant. Imagine being a vet and you could be like, look, you're going to be awake now in a couple of minutes. It's going to be grand. Count to ten there, little fella. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty special, wouldn't it? Yeah, Why can't we just do both? The Suecast with Jazz and Laura. Now, Jazz, you said that something happened on your laptop. Something popped up on your laptop a couple of days ago and you've been afraid to use it ever since. I am so intrigued. So you know sometimes pop-ups pop up. Mm-hmm. One popped up and I'm usually very quick on the reaction to just X out of them <laughs> and just get rid of them. But this one popped up and it the pop-up was imitating like a tabloid newspaper website. So like the mirror or whatever looked okay. exactly like that and this um <laughs> fake tabloid newspaper website on the pop-up is called Major right. and I was about to X out and I, I started re- I saw one word and I was like what is this so I'm going to read and it's a full article right full fake article okay it, I don't know designed and this to- just popped up when you were like looking at like what were you looking at on the internet when hey less, less about that <laughs> Le- boy. less about that but I'm going to read you this fake article that I suppose is designed to scam me in some way okay right and again the, <laughs> instead of it, I think it's matching the layout of the mirror online called Major 
the right? major. So this this is the this is the the article breaking. Michal Martin reveals a system so coronavirus brackens. COVID-19 does not affect the economy of Irelandians. <laughs> what? Irelandians, Irelandians must not be ruined by the coronavirus. COVID-19. They must generate income from their homes thanks to this system. It only takes 210 euro to start the system with guaranteed results. Very reasonable. Michal Martin. <laughs> Michal Martin are done messing around. He have introduced a Bitcoin-based wealth system that allows Irlandians <laughs> to generate wealth from the comfort of their own homes. The multi-billion rand deal that he negotiated with international platform Bitcoin Buyer has caused a frenzy. Initial results have been jaw-droppingly have been draw-droppingly with early participants earning an average of €340 Euro per day. Uh, I'll skip on into it a little bit. Luckily for Orlandians, Michal Martin gets to invest an enormous €187 billion Euro into the system, allowing Orlandian citizens to use it for the first time. <laughs> the question is, how many open spaces are there? Skip down a little bit more. The rapid recovery of Bitcoin in 2020 has caused a massive influx of new investors and is one of the major reasons why Michal Martin was able to negotiate the deal. There has been a great deal of of doubt surrounding the cryptocurrency in the past, but the Bitcoin buyer system has become famous exactly because it removes and mitigates the risks involved. Uh, getting a little bit more. Uh, Michal Martin chose 75 lucky Irlandians to test out the system last week. In total, he generated Generated. Now I'm going to read out this digit how it's written two zero zero one three two comma two two euro. Which I don't know is that like two hundred thousand and one hundred and thirty two euro and twenty two. I don't know. No idea. That's right. Over point. 0.22 euro million in just a week. That works out to an average of. 2666,25 euro profit per person. Literally anyone can begin taking advantage of this and make proper money from the comfort of their own home. But why on earth would this pop up? Like, what is it supposed to achieve? And a quote, a quote from the Michal Martins. I can't wait to see more Irlandians get involved and begin generating life-changing wealth. So this isn't really to make, like, it's not trying to scam you out of money. It's essentially just trying to like spread fake news I have absolutely no idea what's going on that all I know so is weird. it's trying it's trying to convince us that we should be calling ourselves Arlandians Arlandians I think the most important thing about this story is where did that pop up come from hey. what kind of website were you on less about that I, I think... never get those kind of pop ups like they don't just pop up you have huh. to be on dodgy sites nah yeah just, just looking for good quality content online what kind of content oh, I'll tell you about it after the show okay I'll hook you up am I old enough <laughs> no Zoocast <laughs> with Jazz and Laura Something happened to me today and it's left me feeling like an absolute mug. So I was in the car park at the supermarket. I was had my indicator on. I was ready to go and turn into a car parking space. And uh, a car started coming towards me and I thought they wanted to just go straight and go past me and out the lane. So I let them go ahead of me. And lo and behold, they went, OK, put on their indicator and stole my spot. <laughs> Mug. I am a, that is the mug alarm. <laughs> That's the mug horn. I like the mug horn. That's a lovely mug. horn. Play your horn again there. Yeah. Mug. <laughs> 
this needs to be a regular occurrence. Anytime either one of us does something stupid on the show, just get out your horn. Anytime anyone's been mugged off. <laughs> Mug. <laughs> but I was annoyed because if your man had his indicator on, I wouldn't have let him go. I was clearly there first. I was just a bit slow. Exactly. <laughs> Slow mug. (laughs) (laughs) Robert's been in touch on WhatsApp. Hello, folks. I absolutely hate it when people don't use their indicators when they come up to a roundabout. Like, a lot of the times, there's probably enough space for one or two cars go by and do their own thing, and they just don't signal. You don't know where they are going, and it's just so annoying. Like, traffic would be so much... Um, would be rolling so much smoother if people would use their indicator more. Absolutely kills me. Four cardinal directions, when you get to it, use your indicator. Simple as. I agree. So yes. annoying when you're waiting to get on to the roundabout and you think you think that car is coming towards you and you're like, oh, he's clearly gone past, I have to wait. And then he, he dips into the exit, you're coming out. Like, I know. Oh, come on, my guy. It's, I was gonna say, come on, Michael. I was like, how do you know their name is Michael? But that is really annoying. Like, it's just one of those things when it comes to driving. Just use your indicator. Like, they're not an option. They're a necessity. They're essential. So, we're going to switch this a little bit. 087-711-1038. Driving pet peeves. What really grinds your gears? <laughs> Pardon the pun. About driving and other people driving. Yeah, let us know your driving pet peeve. 087-711-1038. Mine also involves indicators. But you know when you see people driving and they clearly have them... They still have them on because they don't know, but they're just driving in the main road and their <laughs> indicator's on. Yeah. They obviously don't know it's on, but I actually, I, I, when I see that, I, I, for some reason, I cringe. When I see people driving on a main road and their indicator's on... Mug. Absolute mug. And it just, it actually really annoys me. I'm like, be aware of your car and what it's doing. I you, know. you mug. <laughs> but like, how you absolute they, mug. How do they not know? Because like, you hear like the... Like I it know. clicks in your car like you know I know so that was an excellent indicator impression <laughs> <laughs> okay now do window wipers <laughs> <laughs> give me another one electric window <laughs> okay do uh, do the headlights Ah, that's a good question. I was about to go doing, <laughs> but I think if you turn on your headlights and they go doing, maybe go see a mechanic. Get your car checked out. Oh eight seven seven eleven one zero three eight. Hit us up with your driving pet peeves. The Zookast with Jazz and Laura. Today I was in a supermarket car park and I let a guy go ahead of me. He didn't have his indicator on. I was waiting to go into a space. I thought he was just going to exit the car park. Oh no. Then he turns on the indicator and steals my space. Use your indicator so I know if you're going to steal my spot. But if you have a driving pet peeve, 087-711-1038. Alan says, I absolutely hate it when I'm driving and everyone else is also driving on the road. (laughs) Or in particular, I absolutely loathe people driving slowly on a main road while they're trying to find out where they're going. It's called a sat-nav, like. I agree with the first point. I just hate when other people are driving and I'm driving. Like, stay at home. Let me go to where I need to go. Yeah, stay at home. This is my road now. Collins on WhatsApp. Another pet peeve would be if you're going down, like, the back roads on a tractor and there's a clear gateway and there's someone coming up before you. They could have pulled in the gateway to where they could let the pa- tractor pass, but they drive past the gateway that's only a few foot where you're, where you're coming from. So you can't get past them, so you have to try reverse the tractor the whole way back and they won't reverse back into the gateway so you can get past. Ah, oh, 
It happens to me every morning. I love the way that voice note was clearly sent from a tractor. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> like, yeah. I'd say that was actually like a live, happening to me right now. Yeah, live commentary from a tractor and just <laughs> two 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 cars trying to go past the tractor. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Shannon, welcome to the show. Talk to us about your driving pet peeve. Oh, you know when people like you let people into the lane in front of you and you don't acknowledge like a simple flash of the hazards, that's all you're asking for. Yeah politeness it goes a long way stick on those hazards a little thank you it's a little thank yeah. you yeah, I do find way. myself screaming at and saying yeah you're welcome yeah oh me too oh, or yeah. like <laughs> or like when there's cars parked on one side of the road and you let the traffic c- coming towards you come and then they, they drive all the way up the road and then they pass you after letting them through and you're like looking at them the whole way and not yeah, even a bloody not even a quick little flick of the finger yeah yeah, like you're not asking for much, just a little flick or a little light, that's all. Is just it, acknowledgement. Is it, is it that is it that much to ask for a finger from a stranger? <laughs> I don't think so. It's not that no, I don't think so. I think no, it's very this reasonable. Day and age now, I don't think it is. Oh, I know, yeah. I know, exactly. Very reasonable. Shannon, thanks, Emil. Thanks, Mel guys. Bye. Bye. Uh James also sent through a WhatsApp. Hey Jazz and Laura. One of my biggest driving pet peeves is definitely people sitting in the overtaking lanes on the motorway when they're not even overtaking. It drives me insane. I was driving in Italy last year and people always say Italian drivers are mental. But you know what? They have the right idea. They flash and they beep you until you move back into the other lane. And it's just, it's a common thing over there. And it's common courtesy. No one takes offense to it. It's basically just get the hell out of my way. And that's it. I would love if we started doing that over here because it's safer to overtake than it is undertake and we just undertake instead of overtaking but yeah definitely hate it true story oh I think the beeping and the flashing of the lights would absolutely make me cry yeah you're only saying during the songs there you despise the fast lane I despise the fast lane I don't go near it yeah I never go near it too damn scared it freaks me out <laughs> like like you know if you're driving on like a motorway or somewhere like the, the speed yeah, yeah it's fast it's very fast fast for a reason that's why they call it the fast lane exactly no and thank you you should not be there what if someone came up up the up behind you they were in a tractor with a big trailer flashing you out of it beeping away you'd be like oh, oh I'd cry but I wouldn't be there in the first place if I'm there there's something wrong Suecast <laughs> with Jazz and Laura Ooh. It is time for Mystery Guest on the Zoo Crew. We do it every single Thursday at 9pm. We take it in turns inviting a guest, a mystery guest to the show. And the other person has to guess who is on the phone. The way it works is, well, first of all, I'm in the hot seat tonight. I do not know who is about to join us in the next couple of moments. It's my job to work it out. First, I'll get 60 seconds to ask the guest some questions. Then a few little bits of information. Then I have to work it out and take a guess. Jazz, are you ready to meet your mystery guest? About as ready as I'll ever be. Hello, mystery guest. Hello. <laughs> I used no idea. The first hello is the most crucial because oh, it always throws me. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, Jazz, you have been acquainted with mystery guest. You will now get 60 seconds on the clock to ask as many questions as you possibly can to our lovely mystery guest. Can I say hello, mystery guest, again? Hello. Hello, hello mystery guest. Hello. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> 60 seconds. Let's do it. All right, mystery guest. Are you Irish? I am. Are you in Ireland right now? I am. Are you involved in the music industry? I'm not. Oh, 
uh, are you would you consider yourself a socialite or a social media person I would Um, okay do you have more than 10,000 followers on Instagram I do are you based in Dublin I am do you have more than 50,000 followers I do oh my days Uh, oh geez, 100k I do (laughs) okay Uh, oh uh, oh, it's going to ask do I follow you you don't know that if you have more than 100,000 followers Um, okay are you a comedy person I don't know. Okay. Do Maybe. you con- do you consider yourself funny? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I okay. agree. I also would call you funny. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jazz, you are baffled. Okay. Okay, okay, we're talking. Okay, we've got a we're a hundred k plus here. We're in the presence of royalty. <laughs> oh, Irish Irish A lister does. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. By the way, I I do need help. So if you think you know who it is, or you want to help me and ask mystery guest questions, by all means, send them right now. Oh eight seven seven eleven one zero three eight. Mystery guest, you have come prepared. You have three nuggets of information to give to Jazz that will either help or hinder him figure out who he's chatting to. Are you ready to give your nuggets? I am. <laughs> okay, here we go, Jazz. Are you, I hope you've got your pen and paper oh, ready. it's ready. Okay, here we go. Um, do you know what? I actually wasn't ready, but I'm going to make it up on the spot. <laughs> okay. right. uh, I, yeah. I, I have... Um, my cat is the most followed cat on Instagram. Oh. Um, I, my boyfriend is from Cork. Um, and... Me and my boyfriend have a food business together. Okay. Interesting. Oh, they interesting are interesting. Good bits of information. Right. <laughs> anyway, made them up on the spot. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. They may or may not be true. Yeah. <laughs> no, they are, they are true. They are true. <laughs> okay, right. Mystery guest is going to stick with us for the next couple of minutes. We're going to go to a couple of songs. Then I'll have to pile all the information together, take a guess. 087 711 1038. If you'd like to ask Mystery guest a couple of questions to help me along, or if you want to stab a guess, same number 087 711 1038 more mystery guests in five minutes. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz has returned to the studio. I sent you outside so you couldn't eavesdrop on my chats with mystery guests. It's actually worth mentioning. That's what we do as well to keep this very mysterious. Yeah, I keep wh- it spicy. Whoever's in the hot seat gets sent out like a bold student to wait outside the studio door and then gets uh, brought back in. So I'm back. Yes. Uh, a mystery guest, you are still with us. Hello. <laughs> okay, if you're just joining us, I'm the hot seat tonight. I have to work out who is on the line with us right now. We just had our 20 questions, or 20 questions, 60 seconds for a couple of 20 questions, style questions, and some info. We've worked out that this person is um, a social media person mm-hmm. with north of 100,000 followers on Instagram, considers themselves funny, uh, but isn't necessarily a comedian. Uh, I think that's all I've gathered <laughs> from my questions. But we've also worked out from the information given, if I can remember correctly, this person's cat has quite a large following on Instagram. Yep. Uh, this person's boyfriend is from Cork and owns a food company. Am I correct? I think that's what I gathered. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Jazz, do you do you have any idea who you are speaking to right now? Who I you have, are in the presence of? I have a couple of ideas. I have a few names scribbled down on my sheet. I think I think I'm right. 
I do okay. think I'm right. What's the reaction been like? The reaction has been incredible. <laughs> Probably the most texts and WhatsApps that we've ever gotten in for, for, for mystery guests. However, no questions, but 100% accuracy. Okay. So please do not look at the text or the WhatsApp. No, does. I have them. I have them off my screen. So, so every single person who has texted in has yeah. the right answer. Yeah, not one person has gotten it wrong. Okay. So Jazz, are you ready? So no pressure now, Jazz. You could be the only person listening to Spin right now or on Spin that has no idea who you're speaking to. Okay. I think mystery guest this evening is God. I hope I'm right. James Kavanagh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well done! Oh, oh my god! Oh my god, James! You've no, you've no idea how much pressure rests within this segment. I'm honestly jittery and nervous, and feel like I could do a nervous poo right now. <laughs> well, what, what gave it away? Okay, so the very first hello absolutely threw me, as it always does. It always does. Uh, and then I think the questions didn't really lead me anywhere, to be honest. Uh, and then, to be honest, I, when I said, I was going to ask one of my questions in the 60 seconds was, oh, do I follow you? But of course, you don't know that. I do follow you. So uh, when you said about your cat, Diana, having such a big following, I was only watching the video of you today giving her a bath with the warm towel. So, uh, and then I know, again, just from following you, Williams from Cork and you have your food business Carabini so I kind of put all that together and as well your your voice is quite recognisable so I was like I have to be on it here I have to be on it <laughs> well you got me in one and Jazz I think it's very important to mention as well we, not only are we in the presence of James Kavanagh we are also in the presence of Diana I know Diana's there oh, she's there I somewhere know. she's beside I wish James I, could, I wish I could FaceTime the radio <laughs> I would love that <laughs> uh, mystery. I was about to be like why don't they have that oh yeah it's TV <laughs> <laughs> why don't they have that actually yeah you'd oh, be yeah. on to a winner TV there TV on the radio why is that not a thing uh, mystery guest James Kavanagh are you good to stick around for a couple of more minutes so we can have proper chats of course the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura the one and only James Kavanagh <laughs> welcome to the Zoo Crew thank you <laughs> thank <laughs> you for being our, our mystery guest this week I, I'm delighted to say that I, I managed to work it out there was also immense pressure because every text Laura you said that we got in who was yes. guessing there wasn't one incorrect guess so if I'd gotten it wrong it would have been a little bit embarrassing absolutely <laughs> James how are you getting on I'm good yeah I'm great uh, nice to talk to you it's, usually I'm just talking to my cat or William so it's nice to <laughs> Like to hear another voice. Yeah, and we were saying a couple of minutes ago, um, one of the pieces of information that helped me work work it out was that you mentioned that your cat, who is Diana, is one of the most fo- followed cats on Instagram. And I was only watching your story today about you washing her with the lovely warm towel. How is she getting on? She's getting on great because, like, sphinxes, right? So you have normal cats. You know the way normal cats can be a bit aloof and a bit distant? Yeah. Well... Sphinxes are known um, for being really affectionate and obsessed with their owners. Like right now, she's glued to my hip. Aww. She follows me around. The, she follows me around the house. When I open up the door, she runs to the door and she kind of um, bangs at my or kind of jumps up at my knee. So I pick her up, and she wants to be held for like five minutes if I've been away for a while. Um, and and a lot a lot of that is to do with the fact we're so warm and sphinxes tend to be quite cold because they have no fur. Aww. So she's definitely using me. Um, but 
you know, she loves the fact I'm home more more now. Um, that, you know, because the, the old pandemic. Yeah. So of I'm, not, I'm not as out and about as I used to be. So she's loving me being at home. <laughs> No, it's so oh, good. That is a lot of love as well, I have to say, coming in on WhatsApp for Diana. Everyone's like, it's James Cavanaugh. Tell us, tell tell Diana we said hi. <laughs> oh, well, she says meow back to all of you. Oh. <laughs> so how has lockdown been for you, James? What are you up to at the moment? Um, at the, at the, you know, it's, same as a lot of people, it's been a bit like staring at these bloody beige walls yeah. um, that I'd love to paint. Um, but yeah, it's it's grand. Like we're, we're still working away. Like, I guess it's a, I, I always sound a bit guilty saying it but like my life hasn't changed a huge amount in that I work from home and have done for the past you know five five, yeah. five years I guess so um, I feel like I've climatised to this probably a bit better than others who used to go into busy offices or you know used to I, I'm a bit of a hermit like I don't I don't see a lot of people all the time um, so I, I kind of adjusted fine but I really miss nights out I miss festivals you know I used to work at a lot of festivals I used yeah. to work at a lot of events so I miss that kind of side of stuff but we're um, we're, we're myself and William uh, we have a food brand Currabini, um which is named after Currabini in Cork where William is from it's a gorgeous little spot um, and we have a food we have a cookbook out we're actually launching a, um, a food truck in August oh, so wow. we've been yeah we've been um, kind of working on that in the background um, there's so much to do before you launch a truck and we're, we're learning so much <laughs> as we go um, but yeah we have basically bought the it's going to be a caravan we're going to call it the Kerbini caravan oh I love that (laughs) that's That's amazing Yeah, and it's going to be, it's it's kind of a two-tone green, very deep green and gold Kerabini branding around it. So it's kind of Ooh. like, you know the original Irish flag? Yeah. Yes. Gold harp. I've always been obsessed with that flag and I love I love gold and green together. So that's the kind of, that's the, um, the, the colour scheme of it. Um, and we're going to kind of do really gorgeous like seasonal sandwiches, um, hot pots. Um, and then like stunning coffee and really nice treats and stuff and hopefully we'll be up and ready by mid-August somewhere in Dublin Um, and then we hope to bring it down to Cork at some stage that's so exciting because like there there are that sort of thing popping up a whole lot at the moment and obviously it suits the the type of uh, atmosphere and what people can do at the moment and to be honest people are loving exploring that sort of new business like the pop-up coffees and sambos and food trucks a lot at the moment and it's almost becoming its own little culture yeah oh fully and like it's um, you know if you go if you go away on holidays like to a different European city everyone always loves bumping into random food trucks on the street or bumping it you know going to a market or a park and it's such a culture in loads of cities and it's never really been in Ireland yeah. bar the odd Sunday market so it's really amazing to see this growth now. Uh, you know, uh, there's loads of horse boxes all over Dublin now converted selling coffees. More of it, I say. Definitely. Um, you know, even I think even when we go back to non-pandemic ways, I I, I think this is a there's lo, there's a you know a couple of positives that have come out from this, and you know little things like that are, are lovely to see. Definitely, I can't wait to go and visit your food truck I now know. in August. Yeah. Well, you're both invited. Little Sambo, <laughs> little coffee. James Cavanagh, thank you so much for being our mystery guest this week. It was an absolute joy to have you. 
I was about to say any time, but I presume I can only come on once. <laughs> I mean, if you want to put on a different voice in a couple of weeks' time, you know, jazz. jazz <laughs> yeah. now, that would be a difficult one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Uh, James Kavanagh, thank you so much. We'll catch you again. Take it easy. Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.